Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of the Frugal Snobs podcast, the award-winning on-demand audio experience that has never won an award, but that could all change. We hope you enjoy this week's episode. Please be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Google Play Music, or check us out on Stitcher or TuneIn Radio. Find out more by visiting frugalsnobs.com. While you're there, be sure to help out the project by taking the Podtracks survey, directly donating via PayPal, or by doing your Amazon shopping through the Frugal Snobs associate link. We also invite you to follow us on Twitter at Frugal Snobs or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Frugal Snobs. And now, on to the episode. Everybody, this is Justin from FrugalSnobs.com. Today is Sunday, February 12th, 2017. Now, you'll be hearing this episode on Monday, February 13th, 2017. We thought we'd bring a mini-sode as a performance review part deux, or two, if you will. We thought we would bring a full episode during the week, but we've just been too busy. I brought Christina with me, say hello. Hello. So, we've been busy uh, transitioning for the new studio move coming up very soon. So, we've been very busy. So, we didn't have a, a chance to really gather uh, a full episode over the past week. So, we thought we'd bring another mini-sode to everybody. Uh, we thought we'd talk about the performance review, a couple of deals, savings, etc. Talk about the Super Bowl. And also talk about <clears throat> upcoming events for us. Now... The first upcoming event for the Frugal Snobs is that we will be taking a break from podcasting for the next two weeks to facilitate our studio move. So, everyone, this will be the last episode, if you will, the mini-sode, uh, but for the next two weeks. We will bring a full episode of the podcast in two weeks. But until then, go back, check out some of the older episodes. I think they'll be thoroughly entertained and informed as well. You can check us out all over the web, of course. Also go to FrugalSnobs.com. You'll be able to find an, inter- an interactive player there as well as a list of all the networks where you can find the show. And, of course, you can check us out on the major networks, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, TuneIn Radio, etc. So, <clears throat> let's go ahead and kick this off. What can we say? Super Bowl 51. Interesting. Yes. The New England Patriots defeated the Atlanta Falcons in overtime. Yes, but lay out how the points were scored. So, okay. <clears throat> so, from what I've heard, and we'll get to that in a second, we didn't get to see the Super Bowl here at the Fruel Stomps podcast studio. We'll talk about it in a second. So, to my knowledge... The score was 28 to 3 Atlanta, of course, at halftime. Yes. However, the final score in overtime was 34 to 28 New England. Yes. So, to my knowledge, basically the Falcons, a younger base team, beat the snot, so to speak, out of the New England Patriots the first half of the game. Yes. But the old Grizzly veterans came back in the second half. Tied it in the fourth quarter. And taught those whippersnappers a lesson. Uh, whippersnappers? Yeah. Good old Tom Brady. Um, and in overtime, of course, won the game. So hats off to Tom Brady, the Patriots, Bill Belichick, etc. Excellent program. And they played football, quote-unquote, the Patriot way. So that's pretty cool. I have to give them credit for that. Um, I was not a New England fan heading in the Super Bowl, but good for them. And very happy uh, for, of course, the team, etc. in the program. They definitely deserve it. So... However, we did not get to see this football glory as it happened here at the Frugal Snaps Podcast Studio because we are Comcast customers. Unfortunately. And we, of course, lost service 30 minutes before kickoff. You realize how many people in, in the Washington, D.C. metro area who are Comcast subscribers were angry if they were having a Super Bowl party? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, by the way, these 50 people at my place right now, you're going to have to go up the street to a sports bar. Hopefully they have service yeah. to watch the game because, I'm sorry, these are excellent wings. We got plenty of cold beers, but, oh, yeah, we have no game. <laughs> so it was ridiculous. I mean, I've not checked Comcast stock this week. I probably should tomorrow. It probably tanked. It was ridiculous. It's not a mover and a shaker anyway. Comcast has always been known to be a third-tier provider. They're horrible. 
I said it. I, I don't like Comcast. They're, they're horrible. So that's the first Comcast bone I have to pick. The second is this. We called today to cancel our Comcast service because of the new the move to the new studio, which we will become a Cox Communication customer. Because Comcast does not service this area. Which is perfectly fine because I am not a fan of Comcast. So what happened? This morning, you opened a session, Christina, on the website for Comcast with an assistant. Yes. So I, was right. tra- I was trying to find out where we could go and cancel the service because I could not find it on, on the site at all. There's no instructions so to cancel. You were told by this assistant, let's call her Ashley. That's probably not her real name, but that was her name online. She told you you had to call to cancel service. That's perfectly fine. Yeah. And she gave you hours of operation, right? Yes. And the hours of operation included hours for today. Yes. Sunday, correct? Correct. So you call the number provided, and what are you told by the automated system? That the offices are? Closed. <laughs> but. Of course. But in that recording, we also heard the same hours that she posted to us. That is true. That is very true. And then atop that, what I find interesting is when you call into the automated system for Comcast, they ask you if you're a new customer. I will guarantee you. Someone would pick up. Of course, for a new customer on a Sunday, revenue's revenue. I'm sure they'll take new customers seven days a week, 365 days a year. Yes. <laughs> but if you want to cancel your service, we're sorry. We can't help you till Monday. But also, please note, we put in the phone number for the account. Did it work? No. <laughs> it should have. Another Did bone. It. Another bone. That's right. It's ridiculous. Actually, it should have worked because the phone we called from is the is the phone number that's registered on the account. Yeah, and it still didn't work. And it still didn't work. It used to. Yeah. <clears throat> Pardon me, folks. Dry air. Um, but it used to work. Now it doesn't. We manually entered the number. It read it back to us, and now it doesn't. Yes. Well, so, by the way, everyone, c'est la vie, okay? Au revoir, Comcast. Okay? You suck. They suck. That's horrible. Let's say that. But their their service is like lackluster. Exactly. Poor. Yes. Beyond mediocre. Yes. Abysmal. Yeah. Horrible. Terrible. Other explicatives that we can't say because it's a family show. True. All right. So, but of course, Cox Communications is just as bad. We couldn't call to start service today. But they actually posted that they were closed. But st- it's Sunday. I- but they they at least had honest hours. But still, that the point is, if I'm a new customer, I don't care what day it is. I want service. Okay, I'm done with that. Let's get into some 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 lighter news, shall we? Yes. All right. So Harris Teeter finds this week, folks. We did pick up a protein bar. We will give more details about this protein bar on our next full episode of the podcast. I will not beleaguer anyone with this. However. We did get some really good savings thanks to Christina at Safeway, which is a grocery store, folks. Unplanned. Unplanned savings, that's right, this week. So, Christina, you decided to head to Safeway, again, grocery store, to pick up Hunt's products. So, ketchup and barbecue sauce. Yes. The supposed deal was five bottles of Hunt's product for $5. Yes. So, you go there, you look on the shelf, you're planning to pick up some barbecue sauce with your mix and match of ketchup and barbecue sauce. Yes. However, there was only one flavor of Hunt's barbecue sauce. It's boring. What is it? Boring. <laughs> yes, it's boring. So you looked on the shelf, and right next to it was Heinz. Yes. Barbecue sauce. And you, through a promotion, picked up eight bottles yes. of Heinz barbecue sauce at 49 cents a bottle. Yes. Awesome. So $4, eight bottles, beat the Hunt's deal. Buy a yes. dollar and got, what, three more boxes? Yes. 
That's right. Now it's and more of, flavors. Yes. So we saved twenty dollars alone. Right there. Twenty dollars alone on just barbecue sauce. Yep. Awesome. Now it's even more awesome, Miss Evelyn Scissorhands, and I'll get to that in a second. Christina has now been awarded, if you will, with monopoly points for her purchases. So apparently Safeway is running promotion through what, May? Yes. Sometime in May. The first week of May, I believe. Yeah, I think where, May 9th. Where if you purchase items that are marked for this promotion, you will receive eligible monopoly points that you affix to a board for prizes. Yeah, get four game pieces of I think, booklet. I think the McDonald's thing, they had a monopoly board as well, and they, you took the pieces off your, your fries and sodas and stuff. Yes. Remember those? Yes. And also, like, if you got a Big Mac and it came on the box. Yes. So you, like, got to tear the tag off and put it on your board. So, okay. So, <laughs> Christina comes home yesterday with her fines, basically, to the Fruit Sounds pad. She's all excited. And she brought home, what, 32 pieces? Yes, to initially. Affix to, to affix to the board. So you're all excited about your finds, and you brought home 32 pieces. And now we are a majority of the way to quite a few prizes. So $5 cash, $10 grocery card, $15 grocery card, $25, $50, $100, $1,000, cash. And you are on your way, I believe halfway or close to halfway, to a million dollars cash. Halfway to a million dollars, 60% to a uh, $35,000 to a new car. Mm-hmm. Nice. So... Through law of averages, you will win something for this promotion. We will win something. And the promotion is just starting. So we will bring it to everybody when we do win something. We will win something. We have three months. So to make it make it even worse, little Miss Evelyn Scissorhands over here cutting out her, her little pieces and affixing them to the board with double-sided tape. Yes. <laughs> we have more than one board, thank we you. We now have more than one board because there were duplicates. Yes. And so you don't want to lose out on all these pieces, so you have more than one board. You are like those bingo people that go to, like, a charity bingo event or a fire, like, station or a fire department bingo thing or a church bingo. Have, like, 12 cards in front of you and two data lots. Please keep in mind, I am not going to turn in my board until the very end. The little lighters and troll dolls and all kinds of things. The little bingo collar. B12. That's you. Little Miss Evelyn Scissorhands. <laughs> I know. She, by the way, folks, you cannot see this, but Christina's scowling at me. So, I'm sorry. As I said, I'm going to hold on to that board until the very end, and I am going to win. Now, yesterday, yesterday, I could see you doing that, going into, like, Safeway with your board full of pieces and saying, I want one of these, one of these, one of these. Here, I want all this. I want all these things. Can I have all these things now? And by the way, at the, here at the customer service desk, do you have a million dollars in cash behind there? Because that's what I want in your face. Unfortunately, that has to be paid out over 30 years. Of course it does, as an annuity. Yes. Of which you won't get all of, because the government has to take a cut. But, that would be quite funny. Now, yesterday, I was drinking a mineral water when you were going through all of this. Yes. I was in mid-sip of this mineral water, and you said if you won the million dollars, you would split it with me at first, right? Yes. But as I'm drinking my mineral water, I was kind of giving you, giving you, you know, bunk about all this, as I am now, of course, but now it's for a listener audience, so at least it's entertaining. But I was drinking my mineral water, and what did you look at me and say? You said... But you, maybe if you got the million dollars, you wouldn't share it with me because no. you're being a jerk. Exactly. <laughs> Caused me, of course, to spew mineral water everywhere. Thank you for telling me this insult while I was drinking. That's your own problem. Ugh. You timed it. No, I didn't. Yes, yes, you did. You timed your comments so I can time mine. Yes, while well, I'm drinking mineral water. I could have choked. Anyway, <clears throat> Christina will win something via... Safeway Monopoly. And already picked out my new car if I win the car. <laughs> but I wish you luck. A 2017 Kia Nero. 
Ugh, Kia. Blue. Ugh. Anyway, of course, if I don't like it, I can walk. <laughs> so. Yeah, your choice. My car. Oh, okay. It's already bad enough I listen to your music in the car. Ugh, because you're driving, remember? Exactly. <laughs> All right, folks. Anyway, let's go ahead and jump into the topic here shortly. All right. So, a lot of things coming up, folks, for the frugal snubs. And I, as I sit here now, knee brace on my knee. I'm getting old. My knee's been bothering me. That's how you know you're getting older. You start wearing devices to help you, like ankle braces and knee braces and carpal tunnel things. Ugh. Getting old. It's all on your mind. No, it's not. This pain is very real. <laughs> it is not in my mind. So, all right, folks. Let's go ahead and jump into the performance review. Now, we talked about a few things last week with the performance review. I had my performance review this week as planned, a couple of days later than I expected. Hence delay in the podcast release. Yes. So I did have my performance review. Uh, it was on Tuesday of last week. And um, it actually went as well as I could have expected. Um, management agreed with all of the self-rated assessments that I had made of myself. And actually uh, disagreed with some of my ratings and actually rated me higher in several key areas. Now, I did want to talk about how you can take some of that good grace in stride without sounding arrogant. Yes. So, first of all, my management basically said with certain key points of my evaluation that they would disagree with me on certain things in terms of my self-assessment. So the way they worded it was kind of a fake-out. They're like, well, we somewhat disagree with you. I'm thinking, oh, okay, well, you're going to rate me lower. We actually wanted to rate you higher. I thought, oh, that's very nice. Thank you. Let the management speak on why they rate you higher and then take the compliment. Yes. Say that you appreciate it. Uh, don't say that you'll, you're, you're happy to serve or you're, you're pleased that they feel that way. No, just simply state, thank you, I appreciate it. It's much easier. Yes. Much easier. Keep so, it simple. Yes. Just get through it. Be done. Yes. <laughs> so um, another point to make as well, if not many comments are made about you, that's actually a good thing versus a bad thing. If there's many comments made about you in a negative way, that's bad in that your management is expressing its concerns about your performance and taking the opportunity by using your performance review uh, to make those comments versus making them to you directly or behind a closed door or what have you. Um, if too much is said about you, that can also be a bad thing uh, because it makes it look like as if they're reaching too far for you. In other words, they're advocating for you, but there comes a point of putting in a good word versus basically saying you're the greatest thing in the world, right? So that's another point I wanted to make. Take the relative shorter comments as good comments. If you're rated higher, take the, the appreciative compliment and be humble about it. Um, another thing as well is if you don't feel you got something out of your review that you thought you would for, I mean, everybody does. I mean, I didn't. I didn't get everything out of my review I wanted. Um, but take what you can get, so to speak, and build for what you want. That's a good point. Um, yes. Use it as a stepping stone to get where you'd like to be. Also use it as a point for career development. Uh, one of the things I immediately asked during my review is, well, what is next for me? Um, what would you like to see out of me? What do you want to see more of? And how are we going to get there? Um, don't make a compliment about one thing and make a criticism of another without giving me some development uh, strategy or a plan toward that. I mean, it's management's goal to develop a stronger team, both as peers and also as subordinates. So... I fortunately work in a team where we are all essentially peers. We don't we don't have that type of relationship, uh, which is a positive. But if you want to see something out of out of me as an individual, as a professional, give me a plan to get there. 
Otherwise, I'll build a plan that you need to approve, but I don't, I don't want just lip service, yes. so to speak. So um, definitely put that uh, in your, your hip pocket, so to speak, if you're going through the review process soon, since it is the beginning of the year from last year, or if you'll be going through it at any point during the year. Make sure you, you walk away with something to develop or to gain or to move toward that is feasible and reasonable. And make sure that you also make notes during your performance review. I also suggest if it's, a, if it's an online performance review, uh, which typically in many cases usually is now, that you print a copy of the performance review. Yes. Print the PDF. Because that way you'll have the PDF of it, and you'll be able to read through it, read your manager's comments. Also, start putting together a plan for yourself based on the performance review, because now you have something to hold your management to. Yes. Say, well, your management, you're my management, you know, your manager said this, and we want you to do this. I'm like, well, yeah, I, I did all those things. Look, this is what he said. This is what I did. So it helps walk you toward that next step. If that makes sense to everybody, it does. And then, what do you right? whatever what do you do whenever there's like a major delay from when you submit your review to when you actually get your review? How do you? Oh, for me, there was what sixty days. I think sixty days, three months, something. It was some, some ridiculous. No, like, I thought yours yours was only a month. No, 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 no. My performance review was due in mid December, I believe. Okay, so you're looking at nearly two months. So, if there is a major delay, I think the best thing people can ever do is keep a professional journal. Um, no matter if it's a performance review or not, always keep a record of the accomplishments that you have. And I don't just mean that for your resume or your LinkedIn account or whatever. Keep a journal of the stuff you've done, because when promotion opportunities come up, you can then take that professional journal, go through it, and pick out key instances of things you've done to substantiate your next move in the company. Yes. So, make sure you, you always keep a chronicle of the of your professional accomplishments. And like what I'm doing now is backtracking and writing down everything to show that I'm eligible for what I'm going for. Well, I've had to do the same thing, but now moving forward, I'm going to definitely be keeping tighter tabs uh, in a professional sense. And do you have any recommendations on how to store the journal electronically, uh, in the cloud, through an actual one note. paper? Use a OneNote. It's easier. This way you keep it as a notebook, right? And then you keep pages and tabs. I would do a OneNote. That'd be me. And OneNote's free now. Yes. So, yes. Microsoft OneNote. Go get yourself a Microsoft account. And it's uh, for OneNote 2016. All the older versions you have to pay for, and 2016 is a really nice version. That's nice. And can you convert old OneNotes to yes. the cloud version on 2016? Yes. Nice. So, yes. Get yourself one. Go get yourself a Microsoft account. Get yourself a OneNote, uh, a OneNote uh, notebook set up. And also, I think you can also interact with it via your mobile. Yes, you can. Well. So you um, Microsoft actually offers... All mobile versions for free. Nice. And you can sync it. Yes. There. So you can keep all of your stuff in your OneNote. Keep it in your pocket. Keep it on your tablet. Keep it on your desktop. It's all out there in the cloud. Get yourself a OneNote. <laughs> now, OneNote is not a sponsor, but it is a great tool. Microsoft is not a sponsor who produces OneNote, but yes, OneNote is a good tool. Microsoft isn't a sponsor, but go get yourself a Microsoft account. Besides, you're going to need it anyway for the new Skype. So, what's the difference? True. So... <laughs> All right, everybody, you want to wrap this up? Yeah. All right, so we're going to go ahead and wrap this mini-sode this week, everybody. Hope everybody enjoyed it. Again, the performance review part deux. It's French for two, you know. It's <laughs> fancy, isn't it? Yeah. That'd be the fool snobs. So we're going to wrap this mini-sode this week. We will be back with a full episode within two weeks of the Fruitless Snobs podcast. Until then, hope everybody takes care of themselves and each other. Good luck if you're out there hunting for something new to do. As a result of a bad performance review or a negative review that you feel that you should be better uh, equipped to do something else, or if you're going through a stellar review right now, best of luck to you and good for you. 
At any rate, be well, never pay retail. We'll see you in two weeks, everybody.